You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. This is Kristen Powers with Pets Rock at Pet Life Radio. I hope that you are having a perfectly perfect day. Today we have some awesome teens on the line. Their names are Evelyn Pang and Hilary Louie. Together they wrote an, and illustrated a book titled Good Dog, Kids Teach Kids About Dog Behavior and Training. Hey girls, how are you? Hey, hi. <laughs> um, I'm Hilary. I'm Evelyn. Cool, nice to meet you guys. So my first question is where did you two get the idea for this book? Oh, well, um, we started when we were around eight, and at our apartment, there was a dog training program that we joined together, and while we were doing this, we went up to Lynn and asked her if we could do some extracurricular activities, and she started um, with writing. We wrote two brochures in English, and then we translated into Chinese, and... And then we decided to put it all into a book. Because then, since we wrote, like, two brochures, so it's, like, two chapters already, so we just decided to write another chapter to go along, and then we just put it into a book. Cool. Yeah. And who is Lynn? Um, I'm sitting right here. I was the teacher and the director of the dog training program. We worked oh, with cool. the Sonoma Humane Society and the Department of Animal Care and Control in San Francisco so that we could teach inner-city kids how to use clicker training and positive reinforcement to train shelter dogs to increase their adoptability. That's great. So um, how did you guys decide what was going to go in your book? Was it just what you learned from these lessons that you took? And like, what was your process to write in the book since you already, after you already made the two brochures? Well, actually, it started small. They came up and said, could we do something extra? And there's a lot of really good material for adults getting started with dog training, but nothing for kids. So we rewrote some basic stuff that was done uh, by Karen Pryor for adults and put it into language that children as young as seven or eight would be able to understand. And the brochure was incredibly well received. And so that led to requests for more information, and I'll let them take it from there. And with more information... um we, well, we already put the brochures together, so what we added was just a section on calming signals, which is what dogs or, or animals in general use to tell other animals that they, are, that they don't want any trouble, that they want to get away from trouble. So what we did is that we looked up different calming signals and we explained what, what each one was from the dog's ears um, tails for the different parts of their bodies and we put them together and explained to you what um, each um, behavior or movement of their bodies meant. So that's what we added and we came up with like different things to add like the glossary and the test yourself questions just for mm-hmm. kids to enjoy. Yeah, to make sure that they understand the book and have questions they get answered. And there's a chapter on safety and dog bite prevention. Oh, that's great. So I love the illustrations in your book. Did you guys both take turns illustrating or like did one of you illustrate because they're really cool? Oh, yeah. It was actually me, Evelyn, uh, that illustrated the book. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was pretty fun doing all these drawings and stuff. It was just like I started when I was young and then like I was 
start drawing all these dolls, and, like, me and Helen actually kind of draw some, too, but then, like, for the brochure, like, I remember I did, like, the front page cover, and then, like, I started to, like, drawing all these um, pictures, so then Lynn told us to continue drawing more pictures for the book, and I also, like, didn't want the book to be just filled with words, because it would be boring if you just flipped through the pages, and it's all words, so, like, we decided to put at least, like, one or two pictures in every page or something to make it more interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think the the illustrations definitely help break up the text. I know I always like to look at stuff when I read. Picture books are fun. <laughs> yeah. So, um, what are you, your personal favorite tips that you have in your book? Like, what do you, what stands out is one of your favorite tips to tell people? One thing I love about this book is that we have this whole section about clicker training. And clicker training is oh, what we basically started. Yeah, what we yeah what we started from. And without our knowledge of clicker training, we wouldn't have been able to even come up with this um, idea of writing a book. So we started with clicker training, which is a positive re like a way to learn positive reinforcement. Um, we started with the clicker, which is just something that makes a really yeah. sharp short sound which is a cue for the dogs to know that they did something well. And the treat is, of course, to treat the dog when after a click to tell them that um, they deserved a treat because they did something um, that's good. So one tip for people is that like, if you like a good way to be able to train your dog and to, in a positive way, is to start with clicker training because I loved it, Evelyn loved it, and we learned so much from it. That's great. So what pets do you guys have? And if you don't have any, or even if you do, what is your favorite animal? This is Evelyn. I actually, um, last year we started to have a American pit bull, and yeah, it's pretty fun. <laughs> I don't, I don't like my first time actually having my own like pet. But it's not really mine, it's my, my brother's, but it's like pretty fun. They oh. both have brothers. Does that answer your question? <laughs> yes, it does. I have two younger brothers of my own, so I definitely, <laughs> it, I definitely can understand having little brothers as pets. <laughs> so, what do you guys like to do with animals? Like, I know like, you may like to play with your American pit bull, or you may like to play with animals at the shelter. But what's your favorite thing you like to do with animals? Again, clicker training. Yes. <laughs> But other than clicker training, there's also a lot of fun things that you do with dogs. I mean, or maybe not dogs in general, but they make a really good family. Like, if you're upset, you all, you could always go, go to it and just, you know, play with it. But usually, they're there for you to just cheer you up. And Yeah, and like, I find my chippo, which is called Ivy, like, it's pretty fun. Because like, when I'm bored at home and I have no one to talk to, I kind of just talk to Ivy and be like, yeah, like, he doesn't say anything, but then... She just looks back at me and, like, blinks at me or, like, you know, nods her head a little. And everything's pretty funny. Yeah. So, it's, yeah. yeah Someone's going to accompany you because they think, because you know that they're, even though they don't understand you, they're listening to you the whole time. Yeah. They'll at least give you some attention. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's something, like, that pet owners can definitely understand better than non-pet owners because when you have a dog or a cat or someone to play with it, it's a lot more, you're a lot more connected than people realize. So you talk a lot about clicker training. Is clicker training more frustrating than it is rewarding? Or do you find that you 
you find results very quickly or what are your experiences with clicker train and, and like the process and the emotions that go along with it? Well, we haven't really done anything like training wise, like that usually when we train dogs we use clicker training. We haven't done anything that didn't involve clicker training when we we're training dogs. But even though we haven't, I find it less stress less stressful because in other, sometimes other methods like I don't know. They they might force the dog to um to do things that they want and I don't believe in that because clicker training is has really great results is because we use positive reinforcement is all even though the dog doesn't do what you want it to do we always think positively we we always um even like we always be really patient listen to the dog, wait for the yeah, dog to find more enjoyable yeah. between the trainer and the learner. Yeah, even though it might it might be a slower process, but... It's, it's not a faster. Like, oh, yeah. well, okay, well, it is a faster process, but, like, <laughs> there's a better way to do it. And it's fun. Yeah. Yeah. I and mean, you, don't, you don't have to do it with dogs. You could do it with humans or different animals, too. It's really fun. Yeah, I went to an animal camp, I think it's sixth grade, where they had us clicker train humans <laughs> we would one person oh, yeah, would leave really- yeah it's really embarrassing though if you're the one being clicker trained because it's like sometimes they give you like activities that are like so complicated like jumping on one <laughs> foot while waving your hands in the air or something so oh, yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah oh yeah that's cool i think it's it seems like dogs are so much smarter because they seem like they get trained faster than humans do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, now that you've published your own book, do you guys have any like other adventures involving pets that you plan on, or do you can- plan on continue to teach people about dog behavior and training? I don't like in the future. I I do plan on continue with continuing with writing, but I don't think my career will involve writing um i was when i grow up i sort of kind of want to do something in the field of science or math so when it comes to writing i think i will continue with lynn for probably a really long time but i don't think i will go for it as like a career hillary wrote a follow-up article for the latest letter on what clicker training taught her about dealing with life and challenges at school and how she learned to go step-by-step with anything that came up and focus on the positives. So she talks about what clicker training taught her about looking into colleges and uh, taking piano and violin lessons. It's a method that works for any behavior you want to master. That's a good point. Yeah, I haven't thought of it that way, but I think that is important to realize because you also have to be patient and have good views on life if you're going to be able to be successful in clicker training or on whatever you're trying to achieve in life. So um, my next question is, what has been the most gratifying part about having your book published? (laughs) Um, Okay, I don't know if it's really... Okay, first of all, it's the fact that we make money out of it. And what's... Even though it's not really gratifying, but it's just just something that, like, my mom would go crazy each and every time I get a check or (laughs) brags about it, like, to different people. Oh, my God, my daughter wrote a book. Even though it is kind of annoying, I find it really... I find it really enjoyable, I guess, yeah. in a way. <laughs> and it's kind of cool when you go around your friends and be like, yeah, I wrote this book. And you're like, oh, really? Oh, my gosh. Like, you're an author. I actually know someone who's, like, kind of famous or, like, whatever. And then they're like, 
oh, like, I was like, yeah, I could just go on online and type in my name and you'll see my book and stuff. And you're like, oh, how do you do this? And I'll just be like, yeah, I got my connections. I just <laughs> like, oh, my gosh. And it's just like, and like, you know, you don't really want to brag about it, but, you know, in the inside, it's just like, wow. Yeah, you, know? you, you, you sort of You're pretty happy about it. <laughs> they were very happy to be listed on Amazon.com. <laughs> yeah, I used to go and look around stuff, and then to find my own book there, it's just like, wow, you know? <laughs> yeah, that would be really cool. Yeah, I know a few adult authors, but I don't think... I think actually recently I had a friend publish a book last week for actually she did it based on a school project about domestic violence and she like we're just like yeah I got my book published it's pretty <laughs> cool and everyone is like whoa that's insane <laughs> yeah and it feels really good when you go online and you see like people writing reviews about your book and you just like reading and it's like yeah like like, I always feel really proud of myself, too, that people actually like the stuff I'm writing about and they understand it, too. So, yeah. And yes. I had a good time talking to their guidance counselors <laughs> and bringing copies of the book and saying, perhaps you didn't know what your students did in their free time. <laughs> yeah. All right, cool. Well, we're going to take a quick break, and then we'll come back and learn more about the lives of Evelyn and Hillary. Don't leave this party before it's over because the best is yet to come. Only losers leave the party early anyway. Party on. Back in a few. It's designerpetsweaters.com. Hand-knitted designer sweaters for your precious pup or cool cat. Beautiful couture patterns for your pets, including custom-knitted formal wear, casual wear, yachting, and even sports-themed. Many designer pet sweaters include feathered tammy hats, top hats, and a lot of sparkle. Each sweater includes leg loops, front paw sleeves, and leash opening. Visit designerpetsweaters.com to order your four-legged fashions today. Large or small, we fit them all. Designerpetsweaters.com Pet Life Radio, the number one pet radio network on the planet, joins forces with iHeartRadio to put the power of your pets in your pocket. Awesome. Download the iHeartRadio app and rock Pet Life Radio on your phone, on your tablet, on your Xbox, in your car. Pet talk, pet tunes, and fun pet times. Pet Life Radio and iHeartRadio. Positively possum. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com Hi, this is Rochelle Lefebvre from the Twilight franchise. You're listening to the amazing, unstoppable Kristen Powers on Pet Rock at Pet Life Radio. Back to the party. Let's go! With the hottest party in town. We're back now with Evelyn and Hillary, who wrote a book called Good Dog, Kids Teach Kids About Dog Behavior and Training. And I'm learning a lot about these two amazing girls who have created this awesome book about how to train your dog, especially through clicker train. So now we're going to kind of change the subject a little and talk more about you guys and what you like to do. So my first question is, what do you guys like to do in your free time? Okay, um, I actually have lots of different activities I love doing. I play the piano, I play the violin, and my favorite is I'm on the Dragon Boat team in my school. And it's really fun, not because we get to paddle, but because, like, in the team, we're very close together, and it's just having, it's just um, being able to be with your friends the whole time that is really enjoyable. So, yeah. Yeah, and for me, um, 
I usually just like to go hang out with my friends or like sing and like dance around and like sometimes play volleyball with my friends. It's just yeah, it's pretty fun. Another thing, uh, both girls speak Cantonese at home and oh. English in school, so they're fluent in two languages, and they translated the brochures into Chinese. So if people wanted to take a look at the English and Chinese, and we had a family translate it into Spanish, those are available at the Prior Foundation's website, www.thepriorfoundation.org. Oh, great. That's good to know. So. I'm reading the back of your book, and you both live in San Francisco, is that correct? Yes. What's your favorite part about living in San Francisco? <laughs> oh, okay. My favorite part is, actually, every, even though it seems pretty big, I guess, like, we, get, we can go every, like, anywhere in within an hour, and what's even better is that, um, you could, like, we have a lot of public transportation, so yeah. it's really easy getting to, uh, to, to get, get around the city. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah, I can definitely agree with that. Here in, Cha I live in Chapel Hill, North Carolina, and we have a free bus transportation system, which is really cool because you get to like just hop on a bus off your street and just like go to like the mall or go to the local <laughs> restaurants, and it's it's way better than living in a town where you can't you can't even walk places. Yeah. So I, I'm not sure I got how old you are. How old are you guys? Um, I'm 17 now. I just turned recently. Yeah, and I'm still 16, but about to be 17 around June. And Evelyn oh, just got her driver's license. Oh, yeah. Oh, exciting. That's so exciting. Yeah, pretty exciting. Really nervous without taking the driving test. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I get to take my driving test in April, and I'm excited, but... Oh, I yeah, still like taking the bus. <laughs> so are you guys like thinking about colleges or I know like that's what's on everybody's mind in Chapel Hill High School. So I was wondering if you guys probably have that on your mind as well. Oh, yeah, we do. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do, but I'm still not sure what really I want to major in yet. So, yeah, but oh, I yeah. probably want to do something with science and engineering. So. Yeah, so... I have like a couple of schools, you know, I'm thinking about going to at least five different schools like Caltech, Stanford, UCLA, UC Berkeley, probably MIT. <laughs> <laughs> and I've been thinking about early applications and stuff like that too, so. That's cool. Yeah. Has there been any like states that you want to go to school to? Like if there was any state that you could go to school, where would you go? I think I would go to San Jose State. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Mm-hmm. I haven't really thought about it, so I'm not really sure. I think anywhere is fine as long as it's like something. It has something to do, like it has something to do with my major. I think yeah, yeah, definitely. A lot of people around here in North Carolina joke that they can't go anywhere up north for school because they don't want it to be cold. They want to oh. go somewhere warm. <laughs> <laughs> so, as you guys wrote this book and illustrated this book, what tips would you give to other aspiring teen writers? Ah, that is a good question. You have um, to be really committed to it. Yeah, definitely. We, yeah. we stuck with it for years. Like, and we started in fourth grade, and now we're just like in high school. So, so yeah, yeah. And be really committed. Yeah, be really committed and patient. And again, when um, Lynn talked about how I wrote about um, doing things step by step, I think that's a that's a really good advice for. Um, writers now you have to take things really slowly and do things step by step and don't like um like think of the whole picture while you're writing just do it slowly and i think you'll be able to get there really yeah fast. and after it's done you'll 
fact that you'll feel so much proud of yourself that you actually accomplished something so big and stuff. The work that went into this was considerable. They met with me weekly for several wow. years to pull this off. Yeah. And they learned how not just to write it, but to get feedback from experts in the field and to revise things. We went through several drafts. We had to apply to a couple of publishers. Wow, yeah. It sounds like clicker training for writers. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Really, it really is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the like book and obviously paychecks. Yes, exactly. That's perfect. <laughs> That's yeah. I'm actually a really good one. And actually, Evelyn said to me at one point when we were just signing off on the finished draft of the book, this is kind of like going to college. It's four years of reading and writing and revising it, and then you end up with something big at the end. <laughs> so yeah. they really done the equivalent of a, a tour in college uh, from middle school. Yeah, you guys probably know as much about dog behavior as a person who majored in animal behavior in college. <laughs> and they also know how to write and revise their work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's important. So um, where can we buy your book? If I wanted to tell everybody in my school to buy Good Dog, where would I tell them to look for it? At dogwise.com, or you could go to Amazon, or clickertraining.com. Yeah, just go to Google and just type in the name, and they'll have a lot of websites for you. The publisher is Dogwise, and they sell the book at dog training conferences uh, throughout the country and through their website. And many dog trainers are using it as the text when families sign up to learn how to train their new dogs. Oh, that's really cool. So, yeah, definitely make sure to post some of those sites on my website at PetLifeRadio.com. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. All right, everyone. That was Ellen Payne, Hillary Louie, and Lynn Lore, the writers of Good Dog, Kids Teach Kids About Dog Behavior and Training. I hope you all have a wonderful day. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.